This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. The Bible tells us that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Yet sadly, in today's fast-paced world, it seems that the easiest thing to put on the back burner is quality time spent in meaningful prayer. Throughout the Bible, we are told how powerful prayer is and how prayer changes things. Didn't Jesus himself encourage us to pray, not just hope for the desires of our heart? Clearly, without a consistent, well-disciplined prayer life, not simply a time of prayer, but a lifestyle of prayer, God is not going to give us the desires of our heart if we don't tell Him through prayer exactly what they are. In this opening two-day introduction for the week entitled Praying Boldly, we'll see how prayer can be used with a power that can both shake heaven and even get the undivided attention of hell. In his closing two days of this life-changing four-day message, Pastor explains why we all need to take prayer more seriously. Tonight I want to do something that I've done before, and I try to do it at least once a year, but I want to talk to you about developing a strong prayer and devotion life. Um, Folks, the bottom line to our walk in the Lord and our development as believers um, is that without prayer, we're not going to go anywhere. Without prayer, we're not going to get much done. Um, You know, it's not enough to just come to prayer on, you know, once a month on Tuesday night or pre-service prayer time, by the way, so some of you probably don't know this because it burns me up sometimes when people come to me and say, well, how come this, you don't pray in this? We don't pray. We pray a half hour before every uh, service, every, every um, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, we pray, we, we come together 45 minutes for a half hour before each of those services. And uh, we are a praying church. This church has been built uh, by prayer and faith and just trusting in the Lord and His Word and being doers of the Word. So, um, but we individually need to have an ongoing strong prayer and devotion life. You're never going to develop as a Christian. You're never going to see the breakthroughs in your life. You're never going to see the possibilities that are available to you until you really begin to develop a prayer and devotion life. And, um, you know, it's amazing to me that, and I find this in my own life, and you tell me if this is not true, but um, you set out to have prayer time with the Lord, and usually every New Year's uh, comes around, and everybody makes that resolution, I'm going to pray for an hour every day, going to get up at five in the morning. You do it for about three or four days, and then it starts to wane, and the hour becomes a half hour, and the half hour becomes 15 minutes, and the rest of, you know, a couple couple of days later, weeks later, there's nothing. Amen? So... um, we, 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 need to, we need to really be serious about, about this. And if you don't have a prayer life going on a very regular basis, then it's something that you need to incorporate. Now, let me say this, because this is really important, I believe. And um, I, I don't, you know, I, I believe that it is important to have prayer time. And I think that every one of us would do ourselves a lot of good if we scheduled in our daytime or, you know, our, our daily calendar, a time when we're going to set aside for prayer. 
Now, some people like to get up early in the morning and pray. Some people like to stay up late at night and pray. Some people like to pray in the middle of the day if you have that, that option and that opportunity. But every one of us needs to seriously look at our schedules and begin to, you know, take this serious enough to, seriously, seriously enough to um, begin to become proactive with it. And we need to schedule in some time of prayer with the Lord and devotion to God. And that word devotion really means I'm setting aside a part of time, a, a segment of time in my day to devote to the Lord for the purpose of doing nothing but fellowshipping with Him. And, uh, but let me, let me give you the flip side. Um, I also believe this, that we can't get so bound up in the time of prayer that we lose the, life's, the life of prayer or the lifestyle of prayer. Prayer ought to be inc- incorporated or included in every every single thing that we do during the day. The life of prayer is really going to be more important to us than the time of prayer. So, but we do need to have a time that we do set aside where we, you know, and it may change, it may fluctuate. Like for me, it's not always convenient to pray in the morning. So sometimes in the afternoon, because I have that op- option and that opportunity, I will shut down, you know, the TV or the, the radio, or not the radio, but the iPod. I'll shut all that down and I will just spend time with the Lord for a half hour or an hour just praying. And most of, most of the time when I'm praying, um, I'll just invite you into my prayer life. Most of the time when I'm praying, I'm, not, I'm, I'm praying in the Spirit. And, and for those of you that may not be baptized uh, with the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues, I'm talking about a prayer language that you receive when you get baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. You have this prayer language called tongues. And it's from God. And it's powerful. And it's awesome. And most of the time that I pray, I'm not, you know, uh, praying. Yeah, I am talking to the Lord in between. But a lot of what I do is pray in the Spirit. And it's amazing that when you pray in the Spirit, how Spirit, this, uh, your, 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 how can I say this? I want to say it right. When you pray in the Spirit, all of a sudden you get like revelations. You get, you get understanding. God really directs me. I don't, when I'm praying in the Spirit, I find that I, I get the greatest direction from the Lord when I'm, when I'm praying in the Spirit. Now, there are times when, you know, I do pray in English because sometimes I just got to maybe just get something, talk to God about a specific issue. But then I, I, after I get it off my chest, so to speak, and I get it out there, like, like if you're praying for specifics, like, and we're going to talk about that a little bit, but if you, if you need a car, you can't just pray in tongues about a car. What you need to do is you need to make the request. Now, once you've made the request and you're standing in faith for that, because you all, uh, we probably need to go over prayer sometime, because once you've prayed for something, you, faith Faith takes it as it has received it already. Faith says, I've got it because I've asked. Once I ask, I don't have to ask again. Once I ask, now I need to stand in faith believing that I've received it. Right? What did Jesus say? When you pray for the desires of your heart, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So I, I initiate my desire by praying for it. I ask God for it. But then once I ask the Lord for it, then I don't pray for it anymore. Now I just stand in faith, trusting, believing. I will thank him for it. I will, you know, exalt him and praise his name and thank him as much as I can over that issue. Lord, you know, I put that issue before you and I thank you that you've heard me and I believe that it's on my way and my faith is strong. You don't have to keep asking God for the same thing over and over again because then that wouldn't be faith. Faith means I believe I received it the moment I prayed. So there are times when you have to be specific in your prayers. But then once you've done that, 
Now you begin to pray in the Spirit. Now we understand, according to the Word of God, that praying in the Spirit, you can look this up later, but in the book of Jude, it's only one chapter. So we don't say chapter one because it's only one chapter. Book of Jude, verse 20, says, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. So when I pray in the Holy Spirit, when I pray in tongues, I'm building, my, it doesn't give me faith. Because we understand from the Word of God, the only way we get faith is by hearing the Word of God. By the Word of God, right? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So praying in tongues does not give you faith. What it does is it builds the faith that you already have. Amen. Right? Lifting weights does not give you muscle. Everybody's got muscle, Right? What, what weights do, it builds the muscle that you already have, and it makes, it makes those muscles stronger. So, it's the same way as we look, as we look to um, prayer, that sometimes you need to pray specifically for things, and you ought to. And one of, the things that I, one of the things that I really encourage people to do, and I don't know if you do this, but when you pray for the desires of your heart, when you have special requests that you want to put before the Lord, and you ought to do this. You ought to have specific requests that you want for, um, like, like I'll give you an example. When I bought my first house 20 years ago, um, I had specific details that I wanted about my house. And there were some that were really top priorities, and then there were a couple of others that weren't as much a priority. And when I was looking around at houses, I knew when I walked in the door that this just wasn't it. This didn't cut the mustard because this was not on my prayer list. And um, I specifically asked for certain things. And when I walked into the house that, that matched my prayer list, I knew that that was the house for me. See, God brought the exact house that I was looking for or I was desiring. So, when, so you, have to, you have to get into the habit of writing down your desires, writing down your requests. When we first started this church, I mean, we needed everything because we had nothing. And I sat down and part of what I did, you know, I just, I wrote a big list of all the things that we needed and all the things we wanted. I mean, one of the things that was top desire back then was a cordless microphone like this that I could tie tack on. Back then we tie tacked them. Now I'm slipping them through my knot. You can't even see it, right? So I, I had made a list and top priority was believing God. But these things were expensive then. I mean, they were expensive now and they were expensive back then too. But this was one of the desires. We needed other things, right? And we wrote everything down on a list and it was amazing. Prayed for it, got the church to pray for it. And then I just kept thanking God every time I thought about it. Every time I looked at that list, I would just thank God. And I said, Lord, according to Mark 11, 23, 22 through 20, 23, you said, when you pray for the desires of your heart, believe. Believe that you received them and you will have them. Believe. Everybody say believe. believe. Believe that you received them and you will have them. Believe. And I said, I believe it's coming. I don't know how it's coming. Don't know where it's coming from. Don't know who's going to bring it. Don't know who's going to carry it to me. But I know right now it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I thank you that it's coming. See, that's, that's using your faith. And, you th and then you forget about it. And then you move, you move on. And the next day you do the same thing. You just get up and you praise them. You thank them. You see, th this is, see, but if you don't have a prayer life, then you're not interacting with God this way. And my concern is that there are a lot of people that are just moving along in life in this, in this condition, like, well, God knows what I need. And, uh, you know, que sera, sera, what will be, will be. I guess whatever God gives me is what I'll take. And you see, that, that is so silly. I mean, it's so ignorant. It really is. And I don't mean, I'm not calling anybody ignorant. Please understand that. But that just proves that you, you lack the knowledge of God's word. He said... Pray for the desires of your heart and believe that you receive them and you will, you will have them, you see. 
Uh, delight yourself. Here's another one. Uh, Psalm 38, is it, I believe? I'm not sure. But delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. So people have said to me, well, that means that you delight yourself in God, and He'll, he'll tell you what you ought to desire. Well, maybe it means that, but... I look at it the other way. I delight myself in the Lord. I praise Him. I worship Him. He's going to fill my life with all the desires that, that I want. So, so it's okay. God wants you to have what you desire. God wants you to have and to receive what you're looking for and what you're searching for. But you've got to have a prayer life. Right? You've got to have a time where you're writing stuff down and talking to God about it and making that list and, and standing in faith and, and doing everything you can to bolster up your faith. I just get concerned sometimes that people are not doing this and they're just kind of getting tossed around, so to, so to speak, on the, on the sea of, uh, of, of Christianity. They, they, you know, God, God, God knows what I need, whatever God gives me. No, God says whatever you desire, whatever you want, whatever you ask for. Whatever it is that you put down on that prayer list, be specific. Be very specific and, and hold out until you, you get your prayer answered. Don't, don't compromise on it. You see, that's how you use your faith. That's, that's the way faith operates. And in prayer, um, and that's why, you know, you have to have a prayer life. You have to have a prayer and devotion life. You have to have a time where you're, you're sitting with the Lord and praying uh, first of all, you know, you can always start in, 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 uh, in worship. I, I believe that. I love to worship God. I have worship music on all the time in my house. And, and I, I have the kind of worship music, and this is just me. I'm not saying this is what you ought to do, and I'm not condemning anybody else. But for me, for me to commune with the Lord, which is what I like to do um, throughout the day, I, ha- I, can't, I can't have music with anybody singing. I just need instrumental music. And I can't have loud, blaring, you know, cha-cha-cha. I can't do it. It doesn't, it doesn't put me in that place because I'm constantly trying to listen to the, to the Lord and, you know, either getting direction or just whatever. So I have this really soft, beautiful piano, violin, you know, this kind of stuff. Some of you think, oh, man, that's boring. I've had people in my house listen to that. I said, can you put on something a little bit more lively than this? But, but it's, see, but for me, uh, you know, I always start my prayer time in just worshiping the Lord coming into his presence, thanking him, giving him glory for another day. And Lord, what is it that you would have me to do to forgive me of any of my, you know, uh, shortcomings, anything, oh God, and that I did this, this week, this day, you know, forgive. And I just worship him for a few minutes and I thank you, God. You're awesome. You're great. Am I, am I, am I helping anybody here? You know, I thank you, Lord. I'm, I worship you. I praise you. I give you glory. Be honored through my life today. Use me in a new and a powerful way, oh God, that I might be able. You see, and I'm going to tell you what, I know that people are in a hurry. And I, I, I'm not going to do this, but I bet you went around the room and asked everybody, how much do you pray every day? You know, how much set aside time do you have? Okay, not talking about the life of prayer where you're praying throughout the day. That's important. But I'm talking about just set aside time where you shut out the things of life and you take. And I, I realize people have busy schedules and you can't set aside a whole hour. But you can set aside 15 or 20 minutes of special time just for you and God. Everybody can do that. You know, just shut down, you know, turn off American Idol one night. <laughs> Or what's the new one? America's Got Talent. Is that the new one? Oh, X Factor. Let's not let all that stuff consume all of our time. And let's have some time, that half hour that you watch that show, you could turn it off and spend that half hour with the Lord, just worshiping Him, praising Him, setting down some new requests to the Lord. I mean, where is it? Let me ask you, where is it that you want to be in six months? Where is it that you want to be in a year? What is it that you want to have? I mean, is there, is there anybody here that wants something from God? Does anybody here want something better than what you have already? Does anybody need a car? 
Does anybody need a new house or just plain old wants a new house? It's not even a matter of needing, it's a matter of desiring. God doesn't care, right? If he gave you Jesus, what is it for him to give you a brand new car or a brand new house? What's the diff? I don't get it. What's the diff? He gave you the very best. People get religious with that stuff. Oh, man, you get so religious. Well, I'll just take whatever God gives me. No, I won't. I'm going to tell him what I want because he told me to pray for the desires of my heart. He didn't say pray, pray, ask for the desires of his heart. He said pray for the desires of your heart. He didn't tell me to ask for his desires. He asked for, told me to ask for the desires of my heart. As long as they're consistent with the word of God, they're not, you know, going to hurt anybody. I mean, you're not going to believe for somebody else's husband or ask for somebody else's wife. That would be stupid. That's sinful, right? Amen. Amen. Well, you know, we got to be right because people, you, you know, I'm a pastor. You, you should hear the things that I hear. You should hear the stuff. I mean, sometimes I sit there in amazement, like, I, did I just hear that? Did they really say what I thought they said? Or I think they, do, did, did, I can't believe it. So, you know, I got to qualify everything in this crazy day and age that we live. Because people have all got it all screwed up every which way. Anybody, anybody understand that? You know? So, so as long as you're praying, I be, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I hear things and I'm thinking, dear God, I don't know where they got that from. But anyway, but as long as, uh, you know, I'm praying for, for desires that are consistent with God's word. It can be anything, you know. But you, you see, sometimes you need to have that personal devotion life, yeah. prayer time, where, where you're setting down some things with God. You're thanking him for past requests, right? I still thank him for things that are already manifested and done. I just, I never forget what God has done for me. And I thank him for that. Thank you for where you brought me and what you've done in my life. And I know if you did it then, you're going to do it again. You did it over there, you're going to do it over here in my life. Is everybody with me? All right? So, so we, we, need to, uh, we need to consider uh, our prayer and devotion life. So I wanted to um, talk a little bit. Uh, you know, here's another thing, too, is that when you're, when you're praying in the Spirit, um, you're, really, you're praying the will of God over your life. You really are. And uh, when you're praying in the spirit, I really believe this, that you, 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 you know, there could be disasters that are being halted and stopped, you know, things that the devil may have set up for you that are going to be, uh, you know, thwarted and turned away from you because you, you, you're praying um, and taking the time to pray. It's amazing. Uh, I was just actually today, I was walking my dog this morning, one of my dogs, and um, Saw a couple of ladies walking, you know, my neighbors, I know them, and they all had a dog, because I know all the dog walkers, I told you that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so a couple of these ladies were walking their dogs, and we were talking, and there's this Jewish woman that I've been, I think I told you about her a few months ago, that I've been witnessing to and talking to, and I'm going to actually get her that DVD, and I, I wanted to give it to her today, but I couldn't find her. She must have went for a short walk, and I saw her, and then I didn't see her, so I don't know where she went. By the time I went home to get the DVD and went back, I couldn't find her. But anyway, um, so I'm walking the dogs, and she's talking about her mother being in the nursing home, and she said, you know, she's touch and go. She says, but it's amazing how she keeps bouncing back. And she says, you know, I believe it's all the prayers. That's a Jewish woman. I told her I was praying for her, and every time I pass her house, I, I do lift up a prayer for her. I think I see her walking her dog. I'll pray for her, her mother. And I, I know other people are praying for her. She said, she said, I believe it's the prayers. And one other lady chimed in and said, oh, I absolutely believe it's, it's prayer. You know. And this other lady shouldn't say anything because I don't think she really knows God. But um, I don't think she's had any religious upbringing. So I chimed in and I said, well, let me tell you what. Prayer really works. I know it. It's worked in my life. I said, I have no doubt that prayer works, you see. 
Um, so, so, you know, people are, uh, you know, I don't know where I'm going with that. Where was I going with that thought? <laughs> Preach myself right out of, right out of the, um, right out of my direction. Help me, Holy Spirit. Well, at least I'm being honest with you. Huh? Hallelujah. Anyway, you know, we, we were talking about it and, and I just had the opportunity to say prayer really works. So, so people, you know, people believe in prayer. Um, and prayer does, here, that's what I wanted to say. Prayer changes things. Amen. Prayer can reverse things. Yes. Prayer can change the direction of your life, of somebody else's life. Prayer can, can cause all kinds of things to happen. Amen. Prayer changes things. It does. So, so anyway, um, so I wanted to talk to you tonight just a little bit. Let's just write these things down as I give them to you. We don't have them pre-written for you. So you, Sandy's going to try to put up the scriptures. And uh, the first verse I want to look at real quick is Matthew's Gospel, chapter 26. And this is where um, Jesus is preparing to go to the cross and so on and so forth. And he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. And um, verse... 36 says, Jesus came with them to the place called Gethsemane and said to them, sit here. Is everybody there, by the way? Give me an amen. amen. Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay and watch with me. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Now, I want you to see verse uh, 40 and 41. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. Wow, that sounds like a lot of Christians. We have important things to pray, and you're home sleeping. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're having a prayer meeting, and you're home watching television, sleeping on the lazy boy. Hallelujah. <laughs> So it's amazing that, you know, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it, sometimes even in my prayer time, I get sleepy. You know, it's like the spirit wants to come over you to put you to sleep while you're praying. You got to be aware of that. And he, he says, he, <laughs> he comes over, he left them to pray and to watch with him and to wait with him. He comes and he walks down a little bit and he finds them sleeping on the job, on the post. That's not you, right? So he says, what? <laughs> I like that. He says, what? What's, in other words, what's going on here? What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Couldn't you, couldn't you, couldn't you? Well, here, here's the word. Because this is, this, is, this is what I want to get across to you tonight. Here's the word. One of the very first things that you're going to have to practice in developing a prayer and devotional life is, you ready? Discipline. Discipline. Could you not, in other words, couldn't you discipline yourself enough to keep awake and to pray during this, you know, unbelievable event that's about to happen? Could you not tarry with me? Could you not pray? So the very first word that we, we need to hit tonight is that you have to discipline yourself in order to have an effective prayer and devotion life. So it goes back to selecting that time and forcing yourself to do it. See, we're, we're very undisciplined people. That's why, that's why, you know, we buy gym memberships in January that we don't go to. And we keep paying the gym membership, but because we figure if we cancel it, then we're really sunk because then we're really in trouble. As long as we have the hope, you know, we still can walk in the door, even though we don't ever walk in the door. We still have the hope of one day saying, I think I'll walk in the door today. That never happens because we're not disciplined enough 
to pick ourselves up and push ourselves into the gym. Hallelujah. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.